This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. What the people are here for, which is to hear us talk about the Rockets, and I mentioned that they have won their last couple of games here. They swept the Spurs in back-to-back nights, uh, played them on Saturday night in San Antonio, and then as play-by-play man Craig Ackerman put it on the broadcast, it was basically a race to see who could get to Houston first uh, because they did, again, the, basically the same exact thing um, the next night. And Houston won both games. Now, we'll talk about this a little bit later on how uh, the the Spurs approached the game differently uh, from a personnel standpoint than the Rockets did. But from a Rockets standpoint, they were at full strength, close to full strength on Saturday, and then at full strength for the most part on Sunday. And it's the first time that we've gotten a chance to see that in a really, really long time. Uh, obviously, it's been a nightmare of a season for the Rockets. Uh, but what did you what did you make of them, albeit against a Spurs team that's barely an NBA team? But what did you make of them uh, over this last couple of game stretch here? Well, I think you, you separated into the two games and um, the first game on Saturday, that was all about the bench. And Tari Eason was really good in that game. And really he flipped that game in the first quarter with just, you know, they played him 15 straight minutes, which is not something that you do with a bench guy, but he was so good. End of the first quarter started the second quarter that you just let him go. And he was excellent in that game. Just made a lot of things happen. And then you saw Josh Christopher play really well um, in the second half of that game. They just played a pretty solid game overall. I thought they were pretty good defensively. Uh, the big thing for them, and this is in both games, is just the way that they controlled the paint. And, um, you know, I, th- I think they outscored San Antonio. They scored 74 points in the paint in both games, but I think they held the Spurs to something like 36 points in the first game on Saturday. And, and this was something that I got into with Steven Silas before yesterday's games that they have really focused on taking the paint away from opponents. And I do think, you know, the, last year they were horrific defensively, but it's because teams just got in the lane against them nonstop. And, you know, that you saw them give up the most points in the paint or they're the most or second most in the league this year. They're actually allowing, I think it's the fewest shots at the restricted area in the entire league. They're giving up more threes 
And it's just that opponents are hitting them more. So that's kind of a little bit of a tangent. But um, so Saturday was about the bench. Yesterday, it was about the two guards. And both Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen Green were pretty quiet in the game on Saturday. And then they were just tremendous in last night's game. Uh, Green with 31 points. Uh, Porter, uh, what was 19 points and 13 assists. He was terrific. Uh, And so... You know, it was bench one night, starters the next, and it was really a step in the right direction, especially for Porter. I mean, he missed 20 games. He missed more than six weeks. And to see him play well like that, it just shows you how much they missed him when he was off the floor. Yeah, the the one thing I would say that I thought was was common about the games, about the two games that I or the and that I think that Rockets fans should at least appreciate was you know, this conversation that we have a lot about effort, Adam, and it seemed like that was there. Like, if there's anything that you could complain about in, in like, throughout the season, a consistent complaint about the Rockets throughout the season is that the effort is shoddy um, and that it's been inconsistent. And, and in back-to-back nights, I thought that, that it was there. Obviously, it looked a lot different between Saturday and Sunday, as you mentioned, you know, it was, it was the bench guys. It was the role players that really came through for them in San Antonio and then in Houston. And, and of course that was not a great Jalen green game or, or uh, Kevin Porter jr. Game. And he's still kind of getting his feet under him, but the effort was, was there. The effort I thought was tremendous. And that was really one of the things that's, that stood out to me above anything. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And you even go back to the two games before against Denver and Memphis. The effort wasn't very good in those games. And so now the question becomes, well, why hasn't it always been like that for the first 62 games of the year? Why is it taking to this point of the year where we see good effort in back-to-back games against a team that you should beat? Why Why is this? Why are we still having this conversation about effort? Because, frankly, I, I do think that's been the frustrating aspect of this season. You talk about defense, you talk about offense, you talk about all this stuff. But the fact that the effort hasn't been good enough and the fact that we're talking about effort in March, that's that's a bit of an issue. So I do agree with you. I, I did think the effort was good. But now can they do that for 18 more games? And can they do that consistently? Can they do that for 48 minutes? Because I haven't seen that a whole lot. And they will have some games, you know, tomorrow's game, you know, Tuesday's game against Brooklyn. That's not the type of game where they usually come out and play hard because they don't, you know, it's not a it's not a glamour team. You know, they play the Lakers a couple times. They still play the Warriors. Those are the games that you expect them to come out and play hard. But can they do that every single night? That's really the challenge that I think they have for these last 18 games. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, man. Well, that's why I like the quote from Jalen Green on Sunday night when he talked to you guys. He said, we, we got to be all in. Or, or he said, uh, we all got to be on the same page going into next season. And so that's them already acknowledging, of course, what we already know that you know, this season is lost in terms of anything like substantively competitive or anything like that. But he says, you know, we know we can't really do anything about our record or the playoffs or anything like that, but it's all about pride 
and just going out and playing hard and trying to win as many games as possible. And, you know, there's also heavy conversation about how it's not in their best interest to win games and how they need to ensure that they're, you know, a bottom two or three team. So they have, you know, the best odds to get the number one overall pick, but we talk about it all the time, man. Like they, they need to learn how to win games. Like they, they, they need moments like this and games like this that I think can, uh, can really be valuable, not just on the morale, but, but on them, like figuring things out, you know, you talk to anybody again on the team and they talk about like learning how to win is an actual thing. So like, you can't just chalk up losses to a uh, to to a spur like if they were to, to have lost these games, you know, losing games to to a Spurs team that's barely trotting out an NBA team out there. And here you go with your guys at full strength, guys that are supposed to be a part of your rebuild and are going to be, you know, you hope are going to be real parts of your future. You know, you've got to maximize opportunities like that. Like I, to me, it would have been deflating for it to have gone. Uh, in any other direction. Let's switch over to Kevin. Let let me add one thing. Go go ahead. ahead. You have an opportunity to change the narrative because really for the last, what, three months, the narrative about the Rockets has been, it's a dumpster fire. It's an embarrassment. It's a joke. And if you can string together some quality play over these, these last 18 games, then you can at least show, no, it's not what people think it is. We are actually headed in the right direction. And so you can say that to prospective free agents, to anybody else that you might be looking to hire or bring in at some point from the outside. You can at least say, hey, we have this going on right now. We have these guys who are playing well towards the end of the year. Yeah, it wasn't great for a lot of the season, but we at least showed that there is something here. And so you have an opportunity, I think, to change some of the narrative that's surrounding the organization.